another episode of a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. We're here today at Dry River Brewing. Um, they tend they tend to uh, uh, what do you call it? Specialize in uh, sour beers. Sour ass beers. So Fernie S is quite pleased. I got an IPA. <laughs> so what are you what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking some, something called an abacashi. That sounds like some new age sound and thing. It's, it's Portuguese, apparently. Yeah. Yes. And it's delicious. It's absolutely sour, as perfectly as it needs to be. Yeah? Yep. And what the hell am I drinking? Uh, you're, you're drinking something called a Puente 6. It's a double IPA. Ah, double IPA. And uh, I know the ABB of mine is 8. What's yes. yours? Hey, six. Six. Decent. Six. Decent 6. Yeah. Ah, almost sessionable. <laughs> it's absolutely delicious. Yes, let me taste this fucker. Ah oh, man, that is good. That's pretty tasty. Good. Yeah, I, I could use a little more bitter, but overall, pretty damn good beer. Indeed. So, how do you think their uh, sours rate overall? They're pretty good. They're very experimental. Uh, I started coming here a few, well, maybe two years ago, when they just opened up, and I've seen them grow, uh, have a different variety of, beer, of beers, always on the cutting edge of different flavors, different uh, ingredients they're bringing in, always pushing the envelope on what sours can be. It's great, and uh, in a very unapologetic way. A very what? Unapologetic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a nice atmosphere in here. They always got like world music playing. Yep. Uh, Apollo Santo burning. So That's right. Smell That's right. Crazy. Uh, the one thing I'll say is the, the table we're sitting at, the bench is almost as high as the table. My blind ass thought I was sitting on the table. So I would lower the chair a little bit. So, But other than that, no complaints. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, so we'll be signing out for now, and we'll be back with some politics. All right. And thank you for tuning in. Hello, welcome back to a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Hey. We just got back from uh, Dry, Dry River. We're going to what are we drinking now? It's called a Floria. It's a rustic saison. Yes. And when he says this is a sour, he is not shitting. This fucking thing. I just I just got done telling him. This thing is so sour, it's goddamn funny. Because, man, it's like it's like drinking a, a sweet tart. So if you hear us talking about this, because our face is all fucking puckered up. A little, it's just a hint of vinegar. Mm-hmm. God uh, damn. Actually, actually, no, there, there is no hint of vinegar. It's definitely tart. Yeah. It's definitely tart. And I'll say... Claudia H. is happy she's not here because she would not drink this beer. She would have left. <laughs> it's absolutely delicious. It's got notes of guava. Very refreshing. Definitely a summertime drink. Absolutely delicious. Again, made by Dry River Brewing. They're very good at what they do. Yeah. What, what, is that is that uh, Boyle Heights that they're in? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. You know what? Let me, let me let Google answer that question. Hey, Google, where's Dry River Brewing? The address for Dry River Brewing is 671 South oh. Anderson Street, Los Angeles, California, 90023. 90023. Representing. Yeah, so whatever that is. <laughs> if you're interested, look at the fuck up. If you like sour beers, that's your fucking place. Because everything they had in there was a sour except for the two beers. Uh, and they were both IPAs. <coughs> All right, so not, look, not a stout. I looked it up real quick. <coughs> It's uh while while Sean is dying. It's uh Pico between Pico Gardens and Boyle Heights. Aha. And very close to Ramirez Liquor. And oh. If you know about Ramirez Liquor, you know about Ramirez. And if you don't, you poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> right? Should, you should you should know. You should find out. Check out Ramirez Liquor. 
Yes. Yes, indeed. So, we figured today we'd have a little bit more of a lighthearted podcast because some of our more recent ones have been all mullered out and trumped out. Mm -hmm. So, as much as humanly possible in today's world, we will try to avoid it. Yes. Try. Try. So, we thought we'd talk about maybe, I guess it will be hard because we're talking about some of the talking points of 2020. Yeah. But, let's talk about those points and not the counterpoints mm-hmm. or something, I guess, how we should say it. Yeah, and we can fly around different topics that yeah. you know, we've already been chatting about. Flying fancy free. There you go. <laughs> All right, so what was our first one? Uh, universal income. Universal income. Do you want to go first or me? Okay, so, if I may. Yes, please. Um, I'm not 100% sold on it. I know some countries have tried it. What countries have tried it? I think uh, either Iceland... Or Germany has What's there 12 it? people in Iceland, though? <laughs> yeah, but that's what, 12 people with universal yeah. incomes. Or maybe in Finland or Norway. It's a Scandinavian country that tried it. And um, I think they had either mixed results or better than negative results. But um, I think in this day and age, I think it makes sense to at least try it. At least try it. I mean, at the very basic, on a very basic level, we do need a social safety net for people in general. Um, it doesn't make sense, again, for a rich nation to be able to, or to say to their, to, to all their citizens that um, if you don't make any money, that's really tough for you. We're not going to do anything for you or help you out. I, I, don't, I don't, especially in a rich nation, a nation with, uh, has access to resources, it doesn't make sense to that all of their citizens, um, you know, pull themselves by the bootstraps. Some people just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have the ability. They don't have. Yeah, the when everybody says the bootstraps, I can't help but think about that Martin Luther King thing. What? What? what where he says, you know, people tell black folks to pick themselves up by the bootstraps, but when a man has no fucking boots, how's he supposed to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, if if a man had never gotten the opportunity to even get a pair of boots, you, you know, that comment's fucking stupid. That's right. So I, I, you know, as a libertarian, like I said, I'm a. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not dogmatic. Uh-huh. I realize that my beliefs are a philosophy, and it can't be strict, just like uh, religion. Mm-hmm. People that are dogmatic and strict usually end up being douchebags. Douchebags. Right? Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think that there's two sides. Screen down. There's my fucking phone talking. That, uh, you know, like if you think of, like, say, some of the Scandinavian countries or smaller countries... I would bet you nine times out of ten that the work ethic is a little different than it is in some parts of the United States. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of people sitting around doing nothing. I kind of live in the hood, and I notice a lot of people of working age should be in school or something doing nothing. And it kills me thinking of somebody like that getting income yeah. for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is a big fucking problem and anybody that's an opponent to it that's going to be a real big attacking point so I think that needs to be dealt with before they talk about anything like that now like say somebody that's handicapped or something like that I think or sick mentally ill can't really get out of the house they do there has to be something there for them because you can't you know like I said I grew up uh, you know I, I grew up uh, I, I don't want to say conservative, but I mean, I, I was a Catholic. You know, I'm an atheist as fuck now. Yeah. But I grew up Catholic, and I, I believed in helping people. You know, if somebody fell the fuck down, you give them a hand. 
Now, somebody that's shit-faced drunk and keeps falling down, you might just leave them on the ground for a while. And then when they sober up, they might get fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not in the in the in the mindset to just sit there and bend over backwards for somebody. But if somebody needs help, you'd be a dick not to help them. Yeah. And some people obviously don't have the capability of taking care of themselves, and they have nobody there to help them. So I think, I guess what most libertarians would probably say, that that, that is something that the government could do. And, and the, the reason I say that the government could do it is I just don't have enough confidence in newer generations to help people. They would rather pass it off to the government, let them do it. They don't. Most people don't give that much to charity anymore. Mm-hmm. At least, and, and I'll say that's not in the conservative bracket. Conservatives give a fuck ton to their churches, and I'll give an example of that in my in a bit when I talk about my hometown. So, I'm not opposed to people getting help, mm-hmm. but I can think of a lot of people who really, you know, that might sound rude, don't fucking deserve it. Indeed, and you know, and so there's a lot of, lot of points to touch on. Uh, just, but just real quick, so Finland did have a, an experiment where they tried out universal. It was Finland. Yeah, well, Finland did try it, but they ended it in 2018. Uh, unfortunately, Wikipedia doesn't go further into it. Uh, and apparently, in Iceland, they, there was a, the pirate party that did propose it. Pirate? The pirate party. Yes, Iceland had an. Has Imagine a, a bunch of fucking Vikings naming their party pirate. Maybe they were trying to be kind of not be. Uh, what do you call it? Stereotypical? Yeah. Or maybe, maybe uh, in Iceland, the should have just called the Viking Party. Maybe they're ha- held in a different regard? I don't know. Vikings? Maybe they're like the cowboys of Iceland. Yeah, oh yeah, totally are. Right? I mean, I got I got Viking ancestry. I mean, that's where the name Osborne comes mm-hmm. from. It's 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 from the uh, the Norwegian Osbjorn. Mm. It's funny, I read the Norwegian sagas, and they were Bjorn, Osbjorn. And, uh, I heard Osbjorn. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Irish and a little bit of Norwegian. Mm. But the, this this Nor this Viking, because in the they called it the Thing, mm-hmm. and actually that's what Iceland's parliament is called, the Thing. And uh, you could talk shit to the king there. You know, people right. could stand up and tell them their their peace of mind and not worry about you know Henry the chopping your fucking head off. This yeah. is the kind of thing I, I liked about Viking culture, is there was that individual. Uh, nature, you 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 weren't punished for thinking, and I thought that was good. But he was up just in the Viking saga. This guy just reading the King the Riot Act about something, yeah. and I remember then they said his name. I was like, oh shit, must be in the name because I'm still talking shit about the government. I'm like should. I like this, I like this guy. And we should, and we should yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Vikings, uh, you know, like every culture has their douchebags, and mm-hmm. you know, it depends on where you're at. You know, the English think they're great, but from an Irish standpoint. Fuck the, fuck the English. Not the people. I got plenty of English friends. Mm-hmm. Fuck the monarchs. Okay, so, so just going back to what you were saying earlier. So, um, universal income. Uh, there's probably there's probably a lot more information that we can that we can search and look into. Um, the idea of helping people, depending on um, who needs more help. You know, it's it's hard to determine. Obviously, a lot of gray areas. Just mm-hmm. like as in most most topics that, that we discuss and, and we look into. And there's a um, and one of the things that you, you made me think about is what um, so uh, if charities are getting a lot less money from people now, but conservatives give a lot more money now. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is you know giving charity or giving money to charity to churches, anything that's uh, essentially tax deductible. Yes. Right. So that's that's one thing that that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm wondering uh, how the data will look once uh, all these tax cuts have essentially come into play and you can't use certain uh, donations as, as tax deductions anymore mm -hmm. and see how that affects the conservatives now that they're not motivated to donate as much as before. Well, the, it's part of their religion to give to the churches. And I'll say like in my hometown, I don't know what churches, it, it tends to be some of the more conservative ones. Well, we'll, we'll see what's they, more they, important they, they put on giant organizations with sports stuff for kids and stuff like that. Now, the one that I'm thinking of, as far as I can recall, they charge for it too. Yeah. So I don't see the fucking point in that. Mm. You know, they get this money to put it on, and then they charge a significant amount for it too. Mm -hmm. That's kind of bullshit. Yeah. I personally think the religious organizations, say the Catholic Church in particular, mm -hmm. uh, Methodist in Indiana is a huge, huge hospital. Mm -hmm. I think all this stuff ought to be free. That would help health care and all that stuff, too. Absolutely. You know, because you know, then it's not the government. It's not mandatory. And then they can also pick. You know, mm -hmm. if they don't want to do certain things, they, oh, sorry, you don't go to this hospital. You go to the one that, that's, that does do that. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that would, that would uh, I'll tell you what, it would make, it, it, it make, if there was free health care coming from religious organizations, I bet you 10 to fucking 1, it would drive down the prices of health care other places. Because there would have to be some sort of competition. But you, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know what the, the politics within the hospital system run by religious organizations is. I do. But, uh, but it sucks. But I, I, mean, <laughs> I imagine at one point they're going to say, hey, I know we want to help people, but at the same time, we got to help this church grow. If this church doesn't grow, then we can't have this hospital. That would, that would be the way that they would grow. I mean, if you think about it, pe I mean, people are loyal to things that help them. You know, and that that's just the way it is. We hope it, so. Yeah, you know, and if, if a religious organization is helping them, they're making them part of their community. And you know what? People, I mean, poor people are never going to give to it as much as, you know, richer people. Mm -hmm. But the Catholic Church is a worldwide thing. It has worldwide fucking power. Probably more power in that sense than any one country in that sense. You know, so I think they ought to fucking, you know, they want to be tax-free. Let them, let them fucking back it up by doing the shit. Since they're, since they're taking the charitable do donations. That'd be great if they could. Mm -hmm. But all, all I hear about is like all these churches going bankrupt because they have to pay off settlements for uh, yeah for all the damage that their, their priests have done. They, well, they have, they, that, 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 that's where, they, that's where they, they need to just fold and get the fuck out of the way. And uh, they're spending money on hiding all these, these pedophiles. Yeah, sick fucks. In other countries. Yeah. Making sure they still have jobs for whatever reason. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and like I said, for me, the last thing on on like say, the that universal income is once the government starts giving you something, they make it kind of hard to get the fuck off of it because obviously if you if they're giving you money, you depend on that, and then if you make money, at a certain point they start deducting it, not in equal amounts, uh, and and they you know they they will nuke the shit out of your check, and then it leaves you kind of in a lurch. It's really hard to get out. I've heard uh, Killer Mike talk about this a lot. You know, how the social services trapped a lot of African Americans because there wasn't a way out of it. Mm. And it's it's hard to get out of it. That should be a helping hand to help somebody up. It shouldn't be, in some cases, obviously, like say somebody has polio or they're all, uh, you know, paralyzed from the neck down or something like that. Uh, 
schizophrenic, heavily schizophrenic or something like that. Right, There's no right. medication. They're obviously not going to take care of themselves. You just, you know, you need to help them up and help them stand up because they're not going to do it on their own. So those kind of things, I have to say, there has to be something. If it's if it's if it's not done by something private, then that's where the government has to step in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just all there is. Now, but there's other people that just abuse the shit out of them, and they they need to watch that shit. I mean, but that, that's just like uh, corporate welfare and. Yeah, yeah, no, that that should be non-existent. The the thousands of examples of, there is, of people jumping through hoops to be able to go through corporations discounts. There's like like so many co- corporations that last year paid zero taxes, like Amazon, for example. Okay, I, that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole thing. But see, that's 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 misleading, because uh, when you buy something online, you do pay tax, right? When you buy something on there, yeah. So Amazon, if it didn't exist, would not be bringing in all that tax money. Yeah. But then, they're, them themselves, no, they're not paying a lot of taxes. Zero. That's to me. I don't necessarily have a problem with that because they are the sales tax. There is tax coming in. Yeah, that sales tax is going to the to the state. That's good. That's where it should be. And, and federal that, government waste shit. And that's great. I mean, no, they should pay the taxes, and they can't avoid that, fortunately. But all these loopholes for all these corporations, like you're paying your fair share. I'm paying my fair share. And I don't think we should be why, paying that either. But why, why aren't they? It but, should just be on the sales tax. That, that's, that's, those are the reasonable taxes. I'm not going to argue a good sales tax. I mean, stuff has to be paid for. I'm not going to argue that point. I just don't think... And what? Income tax? Bullshit. But, but, you, can, but you can see the, 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 the lack of fairness in the, the fact that you're having to pay. And they're not. But that, 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 so that's saying, well, because I am, they should. I think neither of us should. And I think, but, like, okay, like but, for but example... How, but how come they get to get off on paying anything before you do? That, that, my point is, is that I shouldn't. I'm not... That's like saying... That, that's, that, like I said, that's the same problem I have with white privilege. Because that makes me the bad guy because I'm white. As opposed to... The fact is, I have this white privilege. It shouldn't be white privilege. It should just be the way that it fucking is. Yeah. But when you say white privilege, it makes it seem like I'm getting something special. I'm not getting anything special. I'm getting what I'm supposed to. And you should have that, too, as a brown guy. Right. So when you say white privilege, it's making it. The, the, the emphasis of that saying is that I'm getting something I shouldn't. And, I, and I'm getting what I should. I should be left the fuck alone by authorities. And so should minorities. Only people should be getting fucked with is somebody that did something. Period. The, I mean, the, the reason why it's white privilege is because, I mean, it's not just being fucked with like by cops. It's like the, the dozens of different ways in which white people. Take no, I understand. Yeah, banks, society. all that shit. So that's okay. So but it's, uh, you, it's, it's it, white listen, privilege. If you go into a fucking bank as a white guy and a fucking tank top and flip flops, you know, and shit like that, you're not getting a fucking loan either. Doesn't matter the, what color your skin. Is. Well, whether it's a bank or whether it's applying for a job. Yeah, you don't. You don't do that. You don't go to a fucking a... job looking like that. But you are right. Like an ethnic sounding name. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of black guys and stuff black. named Washington and stuff. Right. You know, then having a a, a a name that's like a, a downright specifically African sounding or something. 
or, or whatever somebody can interpret to be like not white sounding. Yeah. Well, they will get treated differently, whether it's mm -hmm. the doctor's office, whether having the resume submitted for a job, whether applying to live in an apartment in a nice neighborhood. I mean, the I mean, there's several different ways, even dating online. When was the, when was the last time you, you applied for a job? Um, it's been a long time. Because I've had, because it's been a long time since I have too, like fucking 15 years. Uh, but people tell me now that a lot of job applications ask you for a fucking photo. I don't know. I mean, and some of them ask you for your Facebook profile. Yeah, but LinkedIn profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot yeah. of them do. Yeah. But that that okay, I could possibly see that because they want to see like, you know, if you're insane, you know, if you're putting something out there that they can, that's that's public fucking knowledge, I yeah. guess, to a certain extent. But you know, like say a photo, because they're going for a certain fucking look. I mean, that's discrimination. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that can go against, you know, fat people, fucking, you know, uh, ugly motherfuckers. Tall people, you know, goofy looking fuckers. <laughs> so look at that guy. He looks like Alfred E. Newman. I can't have him working. Does that protect the class, though? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he's a ginger. Jesus Christ. We can't have that in here. You know they're soulless. You know? So people are, I don't think that should count. I think on a job application, personally, I think when, if I had a business, what I would do is I would I would have people put their name. I'd give them a fucking number. Yeah, and some yeah. some some companies do that. Yeah, give me a fucking number. I want to look at what you what your qualifications are, what you say here, and I want to hire you on your fucking merits. I don't give a shit what language you speak. As long as you can communicate in some way to do your job, that's fucking cool with me. I don't give a fuck what you look like. I don't care if you got fucking three eyes. I don't give a fuck. I mean, ideally, yes, but. Uh... I mean, yeah, we, some people we, are just not going to do it. But we do live in a society where there is white privilege. It's very well documented. It continues to exist. See, I don't call it privilege. I call it the way that it should be, and you should have that too. Yeah, but that's so, not the way that the people you live. You call it broad denial. That, that sounds or, more fitting. Or, or racism. Yeah, yeah, racism. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it, but it does benefit somebody. When you talk about racism, it's like it's, it's disregarding a certain race for whatever reason. Yeah. But the people who tend to benefit from... This specific phenomenon in the United States are white people. But but see but see it demonizes everybody. No, you it, don't think it, I feel demonized. You think I feel comfortable when well, people I'm not, I'm say not, that shit? I, I don't know if we can like address your feelings individually, but in general, as a society, uh, the people that tend to benefit mostly from this mm -hmm. from four hundred years of slavery, uh, even post slavery, systematic. Um, putting down of people that weren't white. Yeah, no, I agree. The p people that hold wealth currently now, people who have been president for the last, who, like, of all the U.S. presidents, there's only been that's not been white or, or men. And, and can, I, can I make a point out of this real quick? Mm. The fact that you're talking about the fact that the government has never stood up and helped people of color, right? For the most part. No, I mean, they have. Well, for the most part. Yeah. You know, especially say Native Americans, man, they totally got fucked. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the uh, Latinos, Mexicans in particular, yeah. because they, you know, the U.S. took all their fucking land. Yeah. Uh, Africans got brought over here. I think the last, per I can't remember her name, the last person brought over here on a boat from Africa. You know what year she died in? What year? The 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 she died. It was in the thirties, mm. nineteen thirty-two, I think it was thirty-two or thirty-three. So the last person that was brought over here as a free person from Africa and made a slave died in the 30s. That ain't that fucking long ago. 
yeah. right? So there's obviously repercussion, repercussions mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. So what I like is that now people of color who have money, they say Oprah, people like this, can help out their community. the way Because they can do it, they have the power to do it. I saw an interview with Pitbull yesterday. And I don't know anything about him. I'm not terribly into his... You don't know about Mr. Worldwide? No, I don't know much about him. I know they play his music in the Zumba class where I'm trying to teach <laughs> piano next door, and it's quite infuriating. All I hear is... Dale, dale. I was like... Bur, 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 bur. <laughs> I don't know. But I saw an interview with him, and that fucker backs up what the fuck he says. And I like it. He spent his money and he flew his private jet down to Puerto Rico mm. full of fucking uh, help for people nice. at his expense. He has started 10 charter schools for people in the hood Good. in Miami and stuff. And I'll tell you what, that's going to do more for people of color than the government ever fucking will. Ever, ever, ever fucking will. And as long as people like that come over... And he's an immigrant. His parents are immigrants, and they said they, they they he was laughing, saying, "My parents told me that we did the hard part and got your ass here. If you don't do anything with it, it's your own fucking problem." You know, we came over here, so you better work your ass off to make the best of this. And he obviously has. And not only is he doing it, he's fucking making it better for other people who 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 do that. He's not building one in uh, in, in where the, in the white neighborhoods. He's building one where it was really fucking needed. He's funding it. That is at the very heart, even if he's not a libertarian, that's a libertarian fucking value. It's a charter school. It's, it's, it's everything that is fucking good with freedom. Praise be to Pitbull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I, I was reason, actually, I was, I was happy as shit, man. I smoked a big fat bowl for that motherfucker. I was like, oh, man, the, I like the reason, that guy. The reason why it's so great that he's helping out people in Puerto Rico is because the government is not doing shit. Right, they are, they're not. And why is that? It's not because Trump wants to save money and thinks that the government would be corrupt and waste money if they went in there. No, it's, he's doing it. He's he's not helping Puerto Rico or Flint. Because, or Flint, yeah. Because they're not white. Yeah. Well, I mean... That's the privilege at, at, its, at its peak. Well, I mean, did what what did anybody do about that gas leak down here in Puerto, wherever it is? You know what I mean? How long did that gas leak go I'm off? And that sure. was in a nice fucking neighborhood. Porter Ranch. Uh, it was a Porter Ranch. Look up the gas leak here. I know, I know exactly where it is. Yeah, Porter, Porter Ranch. Ranch. How long? Did, look how long that went off. And that's not a brown Ooh. neighborhood. It was not a brown neighborhood. But so, you know, but you know what? How you know what they did for them? They got they, Aaron Brockovich, but that was her they, neighborhood. They 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 got put up. The residents were put up in hotels for months at a time. They were able to sue. How how big of an area was that? Because I, I don't I, I don't know. Porter Ranch is a was a huge neighborhood. It's, it's a wealthy neighborhood. Yeah, well off. I don't. I maybe people right to fuck next door, but no, not 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 everybody that was affected by it. Because if because if you look at it with like one of those uh, fancy sciency cameras that does yeah. like uh, where you can see different things, mm -hmm. you could see that plume, and it looked like when Jupiter got hit by that fucking uh, yeah. Levy comet. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. That thing's going every place. We're probably up here where we're at, breathing that shit, you know. And that horrifies me. That horrifies the shit out of me, you know. That bugs the shit out of me. Hold on, hold on. there were there were uh, I'm gonna say hundreds, if not thousands, of people that were put in hotels. And you bet your ass they wouldn't do it if it was a poor neighborhood. No, no, no. They absolutely wouldn't. <laughs> and that, and we will add, those were Republicans, 
right? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the mayor and everything there's Republican. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't find yeah. that. Very... Not not that not that a Democrat would be beyond that. I'm just saying, you know, let's call it what it is. It's white privilege. It's well, racism. That's and, what I would call it. And it's the, and the beneficiaries of this privilege tend to be white. It may be money. Maybe I would say wealthy. money. If you want to put it that way, the beneficiaries are money. Well, not I mean, not the, not not. Not white people, because believe me, there's poor people in, New, in 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 Michigan that don't fit that description at all. And people in Puerto and Rico. I and I would bet you ten to one, there are white people in that neighborhood too. But so, but you are acknowledging that there is white privilege. You just want to call it something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you, the the phenomenon that you speak of is true as a motherfucker. Yes. Uh, I never once, when I locked my keys in my house, climbed in the window, had the cops called on me. Mm-hmm. Right, you could have a black man who just moved to the neighborhood, walk in his front door, and be a, a, a teacher at a, or a, a uh, university, yeah. and get the cops called on you. Yeah. So that that's 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 fucking nonsense. Yeah. But you know that's busybody fucking neighbors too. Yeah. So let me tell you my short busybody neighbor story. My neighbor would call the cops on me relentlessly when I was a teenager mm-hmm. for playing loud music, and what his description of loud music in mine was was two totally fucking different things if i was playing my guitar and he could hear it at all in his yard in my basement at one o'clock in the afternoon he would call the cops on me relentlessly the cops knew me they were gonna that you know they, they they would fuck with me on a regular basis mm. and harass me and i would you know he would and, and never once would he come ask me to turn it down if my friends parked fucked up, they would call the cops. <laughs> you know, and then they would get tickets. So one day I got home from school. I lived on a very small, one-block street. And my neighbor was having a party. And I got home from school, and there was people actually parked the wrong direction in front of my house, facing the wrong way. Somebody was parked a little bit blocking a driveway and such. And they were having a party. It, was, it wasn't loud, mm. but they were there and everything so I went in the house and gleefully grabbed the phone and called the cops 911 not 911 just called the cops what Nine, just the regular old cops it wasn't an emergency just these guys are annoying you know mm-hmm. what's good for them is good for me mm-hmm. and I went in my house and I started playing Mario Brothers the original <laughs> one and I'm sitting there waiting and you get a knock on the door right I go to the door and there's two large cops standing there. Mm. And they go, uh, excuse me, sir, did you call on your neighbor next door? And I said, like, yes, if you notice, officer, he's parked this way. And in the middle of me saying something about the next car and they're having a party, yeah. they cut me off and said he died. And that was his wake we just busted. Oh. I laughed in their face. Wait, the neighbor, your neighbor? The neighbor died, the one that called the cops on me. I laughed. Oh. Loud, Whoa, and said, my bad, and shut the door in their face, <laughs> and ran downstairs and spread the good news to my friends. And we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed. Rest in peace. You rot, rotten peace, motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Goddamn Perserfield, you old motherfucker. I still remember that old bastard. But if there was a hell, I'm sure I'm going there for it. There you go. But, you know, yeah, yeah. yes, because I'm telling you, that's what a bad neighbor will cause. If he would have came over and said, hey, this and that, and asked me to turn down, I'd have been more than happy to be cool with the old guy. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't cool with me. 
fuck it, let the cops bust his wake. And that's kind of part of the reason I ended up in California, because they started parking a car outside my house with a microphone, and they were giving me a two to $3,000 fine every time I peaked so many decibels. So I left. Wait, what? Yeah, oh yeah, they parked a car outside of my house with a microphone to see if I anything was above a certain decibel level. With the police? Yeah, the cops. They had nothing else to do. They were done at the donut store or donut shop. Yeah. And they parked a car. And I went out there, and I, I, I wondered why this car was sitting there for two days. And I went out and asked them. They said, mm. well, we've got a mic here. If you break the sound barrier, you're getting a two $3,000 fine. Did you break the sound barrier? No, I didn't. Right. I left three months later. That's pretty fast. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck that. You know? But that, that's, that's a bad neighbor for you. And, you know, nobody wants to live with an asshole like that next to you. You know, that somebody can't communicate. And look, it turned me into such an evil man. I broke up a fucking wake. The wake. Oh, that. And you know what? I, I still take pride in that. I think it's one of the funnier things I've ever done in my life. And, oh, I, and I don't regret it a fucking bit. Fuck him. Did, did anybody come over and like, hey, dude? No. They no didn't way. talk to me. I, yeah. I hope somebody likes that story out there. <laughs> All right, where were we? Where were we? All right, so let's go with uh, what was the la- the next one? Oh man, you know what? I I, I t- intended to write that down and did not. Oh, fifteen dollar minimum wage. No, Absolutely, wage. at the at the very least. You think? At the very least. So at the very least. So number one, my problem against that is the the uh, the the cost of living in different places is different. Yes. You know, you take someplace in you know Iowa. Their cost of living is nothing compared to what it is in San Francisco right. or New York. Right. So you can't apply a one-size-fits-all. That's that's the worst. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Second of all, the bottom of the barrel is always going to be the bottom of the barrel. Yes. And no matter what you make it, it's still going to be the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. because that's going to cause prices to go up. So all that does is make a new bottom of the barrel. And the bad thing about it is, is like say somebody who, let's say somebody that makes $20 an hour. Right now, like here in California, what's the minimum wage? 10 11 Uh Depends. In, L- in L.A., it's, it's, it like changes a, from county to county. Yeah, let's say L.A. County. It's like yeah. 11 right? Mm-hmm. Let's say 11 Somebody who makes $20 an hour is getting $10, nine, dollars $10 above minimum wage. Yes. When that goes up to 15 what does it do to that 20 It really fucks it. And you can guarantee that that 20 is not going to go up to 25 just because 10 became 15. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's a ramification I have heard nobody on the left talk about. Of what will that do to the people that have worked harder to get a higher salary. Say somebody that's worked hard to get to a 15 and now their 15 is now the new 10 or the new 11. How do you think the left's going to deal with that? Man, I, I mean... Um... Because those, those are horrifying prospects. Let's 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 do the math. I mean, here living in LA, um, I just heard this morning that one of the reasons that there's a, a life satisfaction study that came. A out, what? A life satisfaction study. Uh-huh. And LA tend, people in LA tended to say that they were less happier than other people living in different cities. And one of the big contributors to that was the fact that the rent was so high. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so, but that leads me to say that I mean, one of the reasons why we need minimum wage to be at 15 or whatever seems to be appropriate for that specific city, county, state, is that uh, our living wage, living, equitable living wage, needs to be, needs to match the, the, the economic situation. 
we're living in in in, in, hu in booming economic times it makes perfect sense and, and the wages are going up not to credit trump but that's to state the the effect the wages are going up but the value of the dollar is still going down Yes, and, but but you want that. You want wages to go up and the value of the dollar, not necessarily. You don't uh, want the value of the dollar. But down. I mean, like that's the worst thing but, on earth. But if you're but if you're buying foreign goods, yes. But if you're buying milk, you want you want your uh, the milk to stay cheap while your wages keep going up. Yes, but but the price no, but the price of the milk because the price should go down because of availability, yes. supply and demand. Inflation comes from a lack of. Of a product but unfortunately the government subsidizes people to not do things like food things so that it can keep the price artificially high government manipulation causes prices to go up and then when they print more money they cause the dollar to go down so the dollar goes down the prices go up because they're paying the these people to not make food and not do this so the dollars taken to or you're taking to your dollar's taking a hit, and the price you're taking a hit. So it's a double. The things are going in opposite directions. And then they want to take and make a new bottom line and tell you this is the new bottom line. So all the people that climbed from the bottom, all of a sudden the water level just rose, and they're not as far from the bottom as they once were. Let's, let's, let's look at let's look at is that. It, but is that true? Um, the people who climbed out of the bottom... Now that they want to raise the bottom, are going to be closer to the bottom. Uh, you know, like let's look at the numbers. I can't do the math right now. Uh, but Dummy, just, just think of the image. There's some people at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And there's some people who've climbed almost out of it to safe zone. Yes. And somebody pours more water in there, and it does. It raises everybody up. Yeah. But now everybody else is closer to the bottom. But the, okay, so to to stay within your analogy. I mean, the person that's been struggling so hard to get up to, let's say, $15 an hour, um, he or she should not have struggled. They should have been able to keep going higher. Uh, they probably will. And they but, the, but that's the they fact. Should, but they shouldn't have had to struggle. If it had, had that, that uh, minimum wage had already been there, and they'd be on their way to $25. But that's not the case. Yeah, exactly. But that's, that's but, that, uh, but see, that's the thing. Well, you're taking a hypothetical and trying to overlay and say, see, if this had happened. But that's what you're doing. No, 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 but but you guys, the, the left's the one trying to imply this, apply this. So what I'm saying is, the fact of the matter is, we are here. Yeah. And if we raise that level, the people who had gotten up higher are now towards the bottom, and that's still just the new bottom. Once all the prices and the economy stabilizes, the prices of things are still going to be the same percentage-wise, to the people's salary. You know, what $10 would buy before, it's not going to buy. So that new 15 is going to be the old 10 just looking different. Well, well, what's happening right now is that well, so what you're suggesting is not raising the minimum, the minimum wage while letting the by inflation still do its thing. I don't like fucking inflation. I think the inflation... I know, but that's, that's, that's inflation, the world. But want, see, so should we stop inflation? In, in, Inflation comes from hey hey Google, what's what causes monetary inflation? On the website frbsf.org, they say demand pull inflation occurs when aggregate demand for goods and services in an economy rises more rapidly than an economy's productive capacity. 
So, let's just say on food. Mm -hmm. Does the U.S. have any problem making food? No. So, why does a gallon of milk cost four fucking dollars? Wait, you know why? We're going outside the scope. No, 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 no. That, that's exactly because that's what inflation is. Inflate, we have the ability to make these things. These prices are manufactured and they're fake. And then there's taxes on top of them. I guess not on food stuff. Not on food, no. But, you know, there's taxes on stuff other than food. And these are things that are artificially priced. They're not worth... I mean, isn't it crazy that a gallon of milk costs basically the same as a gallon of gas? Are you talking about capitalism? Because people can... I mean, dairies can set their prices, right? Yes, they can. Yes, they absolutely can. So, we're blaming capitalism. But, but the government supports a lot of fucking agriculture states and gives them fucking money. And yeah, I, I agree, but we're talking about the larger economy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm -hmm. they don't subsidize everything. No, but enough. Yeah. Okay, so let, let, let's, 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 let's withdraw. I mean, that they do, though. Uh, with that, WIC and everything pays for it. I mean, there's certain people that just get cheese and milk because, and dairy products because it's on WIC. And I mean, that's... That's the that's the 1930s food line or 20s food third the the depression area food lines, but it's spread out through every grocery store because poor people need that stuff. So what they did is they spread it out, and now you don't see the lines anymore. They're in every grocery store. So the, the, those prices are up there because of that. You know, if, if if the government wasn't paying for milk for a lot of people, I don't think they'd be able to charge well, as much well, for it. Well, milk, milk is not the, at the root of this problem, but. Let's so let's let's look at uh, just raw numbers, right? So let's say fifteen dollars an hour, mm -hmm. right? At uh, fifteen dollars an hour, your yearly wage would be thirty-one thousand mm -hmm. dollars. That's pre-tax. That's forty yeah. hours a week, right? That's forty hours a week. Full, working full time at fifteen dollars an hour, you would make thirty-one thousand dollars with two thirty-one thousand two hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. The average rent, according to. Um, According to rentcafe.com, the average rent in LA is $2,300 for an apartment that's in the average apartment, which is 786 square feet. <laughs> um, if you were renting an average apartment, making $50 an hour, you would be spending $28,452. Basically, so you would spend a more than 90, almost 90% of your income on rent in, in LA. You would be left over with about $3,000. Yeah, something, for, I, for, I will say something, something has to adjust because as long as, as long as people yeah, are paying for these things, they're going to continue to be that much. But Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken, isn't nearly as expensive as Tokyo. And I, I don't think Tokyo has rent control. But they're a highly prosperable, well, prof we're, profitable city. But we're, okay, so but we're living in L.A. I know, but my point is that we're trying to say, is there a workable system within there? I think there is. Uh, and let, let's face it, a lot of people who come to Los Angeles come from other parts of the country too, mm -hmm. so they're not fucking happy. They're used to paying. You know, you could rent a house. I mean, you can buy a house in Indiana for $75,000. That's three, four bedrooms. Right. You know, we, my mom's old house sold for less than 100000 four bedrooms, giant fucking basement, and stuff like that. So they, they come out here and they say to themselves, Oh my God! This is fucking nuts. I went from, you know, a, a house with a fucking yard mm -hmm. and a place nobody wanted to fucking be, mm -hmm. you know, to a place everybody wanted to fucking be. Yeah. From all over the fucking world, 
and it's going to drive up the price. It's going to drive up the fucking price. But yeah, wages have to go here. But that's that's regionally why we get paid more here, you know, for the most part. Factories in Indiana, some of those people make more than I more than I do fucking teaching for the city, and you know, they live goddamn pretty well over there for for that. You know, some of them make like thirty bucks an hour in a, in a, in a factory. In a place where you could buy a house. For Wait, 30 bucks an hour? Yeah. Where? In Indiana. In, what kind of factory are we talking car, about? Car factory. Yeah, I mean, there's you, all kinds unionized. of... Unionized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the union guarantees... It's not the government. It's a union. But through the union, they're able to help... essentially mandate that the corporation I pays tell you, them I a minimum wage. You know, with, get, with steady increases. Let me, let me tell you about this company. Uh, it's a factory in Lafayette. Right that, is from. it unionized? I, I, I bet it is. If it's not, they tell me this. If it's not a decent place to fucking work. At this place, it's an Isuzu factory. Mm-hmm. I just read an article last year about it because I haven't... pops up if anything in my hometown pops up in, the, yeah. in national news. And this factory, I think they said in the last 10 years, has not taken out the trash. 100% of the stuff that they have there, recyclable. Right. They have every morning before people go on the shift, they have... They have a track. They have a gym. Yeah. So people don't have to buy gym memberships. Come in. They have a thing where you, you do your carpal tunnel exercises to keep the people on the line yeah. nice. safe and things like that. This is a conservative fucking Indiana. Right. You know, they're thinking about the environment. Uh, they're taking care. You know, it's an Isuzu. Or, uh, yeah, Isuzu. You know, so they, I mean, there's it's either that or the Subaru plant. Yeah, I can't remember which one. There's both of them there. Yeah. Um, and one of the plants, one of my friends works at one. Mm-hmm. And you know he's been working there for years, makes good fucking money, loves it, works the shift he wants, does everything he wants to do, yeah. and it's a corporation, it's a factory. But like I said, there's benefits. They have that gym. He would go in every morning before he goes to work, and he would run a mile every mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. He goes do his carpal tunnel stuff, go home, good to go. You know that's a corporation in a very conservative fucking place, and a place where they pay way, way, way above the 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 standard of what somebody else in some other job might have. Well, do they have a union? I don't know if they do or not. I would assume they do. I think it just I think if you work for a big company, most of them have unions. Automakers. Are there automakers in that union? Do. A lot of them do. And, yeah. and through the unions they're able to guarantee that their workers get paid yeah. this kind of money. Yeah. Where yeah. where I mean, manufacturing in general does not pay very well. Um but yeah, when they're unionized, I'm sure they would be able to make that kind of yeah. money. Yeah, but I mean that. I mean, you think about. It, I mean, that's. I mean, thirty bucks in LA is pretty decent. Thirty bucks in LA. Yeah. It's, it's decent. Yeah, I mean, it's not awesome, but it's pretty fucking decent. Very decent. You know, but someplace you know, and as people here call flyover states, that's goddamn good money. All right. You know? So so let's let, let's back up again. So we're, again, looking at the raw numbers, um, I'm looking looking for just. What you were talking about looking Craigslist for rooms, and you could find a one-bedroom apartment. You're just a room for fifteen hundred dollars a month. Here. Yes. Yeah. And so that would be eighteen thousand dollars a year that you would be spending. If you're making fifteen dollars an hour working full time, that's thirty-one thousand dollars again. Thirty-one thousand dollars a year that you would be making uh-huh. a year. Eighteen thousand dollars spent on rent, just rent, not food, not not uh, not clothing, not medical, not your car. Not your gas uh, or anything else, living a life. So more than half of your income would be going towards your rent. Mm-hmm. 
and and that's what we're living in. And and they're just and just pull back again from, from what we're talking about. The the a minimum wage, whatever the minimum wage happens, um, a minimum wage exists because if there weren't a law mandating what the minimum wage would be, corporations would pay less. Every state has a minimum wage, though, right? Right. Right. Oh, actually, I, I don't I, I don't know that for a fact. But a minimum wage is essentially corporations saying, I would pay you less if I could. I can't, so I'm going to give you this right. much. Yeah. And, and that, that's, what, that's where unions are good. You know, actually, you know, it kind of sucks, though, because, like, say, with my union, they give me a raise every so often. Mm-hmm. But once they get me to a certain point, places are going to stop hiring me. Mm-hmm. My boss straight up told me that. He goes, if, if they get you too high... We won't be able to sell the classes. So I would like it to a certain extent if they left it alone at certain, some point. I don't want to get up too fucking high. I would like more money. But I would like that also if I just wasn't taxed. That would be a, that'd be a good, good start. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to make more if I wasn't taxed as much. So, so going back to what we were saying, so would it be okay? So we would have to find either a way to stop rate, uh, the rents from going higher? See that, 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 see that's to increase people's wages. See that I have a problem with that too because if you if okay say you own a property and you're going to rent it out to somebody mm-hmm. a young family in their twenties and you're going to rent it out for a certain price. What if they don't move for thirty years? You know they're fifty mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You're stuck with that price as inflation everything else happens. So are you willing to risk renting to somebody like that who pays their rent on time, but they're going to be paying that reduced number and no control on it for the next 30 years? Would you be willing to rent that property? Or are you going to say, you know, it's really not fucking worth it? Well, um, because of can, the risk. You, you can increase your rent. By to a certain extent. There's like a certain percentage in LA County and Orange County you can raise your rent. A certain percentage every every year. Yeah, and, and and believe me, I've been on that end because where where they fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, I when I first moved to Los Angeles, I moved in on Formosa Boulevard, uh, West Hollywood, rent control. I literally, and I don't say that like most people where they say it mm-hmm. and don't mean it. I literally moved across the street to Hollywood, and I was there for in the apartment for eight months. And eight months into it, you know how much they raised my rent? Oh. Within same lease, eight hundred fucking dollars. From on the next month, I was like, I'm not fucking paying that. I'm moving out. He goes, Well, you're breaking your lease. Well, I go, You fucked my lease up, mm-hmm. and I moved out. Then he took me to court. I did settle with him out of court, I will say. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, I know what that's like. But so that I- that is pr- the problem of rent. So you are you okay with? with no, I wasn't okay with it, but it was his property. It was his property. Wait, so are you okay with increasing rent? If I, I I'm not okay with telling somebody what their property is worth and forcing them to stick to that when their property goes up in value. Even though it hurts people, like it hurt you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't own it. It's not mine. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, I was mad as fuck. I just got my stuff moved in there. You know, I just got the last box unpacked, and I had to move again. And that was a bitch, because I had, 
I had about 15 days to find a place and get the fuck out. Otherwise, I would, you know, because I did not have another $800 to pay for that. Right. I went from a two-bedroom, I had to get a one-bedroom down the street, you know, and pay for the movie and all that stuff. But like I said, I can't say I like the guy, but that's a, that's a business move. Should he or should he not? I think he should have had to at least wait the lease out. You know, that, that, that would have been at least reasonable. You know, I signed a year lease, you know, raise it after the year. Say, you know, at the end of this year, you know, I'm, this is what's going to happen. I, I think some fair warning would have been you mean some regulation? Huh? Some regulation. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, just finish out the fucking lease. Yeah. But like I said, you can't... I mean, like, if somebody has an extra room, are they going to want to rent that room out if that person's going to stay for 20 years and say, you know, $500 sounded pretty good for that room? But it's not going to be $500 forever. It's not going to go up that much. I'll tell you a story. This guy I went to LACC with, uh, he, he, he told me he lived in a rent control building in West Hollywood. And he had lived there for 25 years. And he said his owner of the building was begging him. He goes, I can't, he goes, I'm losing money every month on this. He goes, can I raise the rent up $100 to this and just leave it at that for, for a while? He goes, because I'm just, he goes, I can't afford to fix anything. And he goes, no, 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 you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's rent control, rent control. And, they, and you know, so he stayed there. And that, that guy was losing money. What was the use of having that business? I, I don't feel bad for somebody that owns property like that. They can rent out several units. No, it wasn't a big property. But I, I don't feel bad for them. No. Mike, you you have is there is there any more beer? Uh, no, it's, it's on okay. Um, but if you have like an extra room, because I think that's what he was doing was just renting something out. Like if you had a, a guest house, you don't mind. Would you, would you ever rent it out? Number one. A house, or a guest like if house? you say if you had a guest house, yeah. would you rent it out? Probably, even with rent control. I mean, I don't see what the rent control is. Like, yeah, well, okay. Let's say like uh, West Hollywood style. I think you you can raise it up a three percent a year. What you're talking about are two extremes, right? One where there's, there's rent control where it squeezes and fucks with the, the property owner, mm -hmm. and on the other end, somebody that can price their home out, their rent out an apartment, uh, in eight hundred dollars in less than a year. The point where you're you're getting out, and even though there's a lease, um, yeah, see that's they're, they're not sticking to to that. So those are two very different extremes. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be somewhere in the middle where like where we're able to uh, accommodate capitalistic intentions and motives and goals, and at the same time be able right. to treat families, people fairly, and not yeah. squeeze them out of a home that they were able to afford eight months ago. Yeah, that's that's, that's reasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as we look, as long as like we don't make the capital of somebody who wants to make fucking money the demon. Why not? Because you don't want to. Because you you want to make money. Do you want to be the demon? Well, uh, uh, labels aside, I mean, no, I'm if, asking. if the motive is greed, to the point where it puts people in these situations where they can't afford medication, where they can't afford food, where they can't afford to buy a new car, where they have to move to a city neighborhood. I mean, at what point do we do we consider do we take the, the motives of somebody that owns property, who is well off, who is wealthy enough to own property? Well, at what point do we give them more consideration, more more uh, more benefits than a regular citizen? Do you do realize that in the Constitution, property rights is one of the number one things in it? Property rights isn't. Is. Well, that's fine. You can protect. You, you you're not gonna take it away. But I'm saying, like, at what point do you say, you know, a property owner? Um, you deserve to do what you want, and sorry, citizen who owns no property, we're not going to help you. It's an incentive 
to try to get your own thing, which is very difficult. I understand. Okay, and that can be an incentive, but at what point is it uh, you're favoring uh, the property owner? No, no, some, some people prefer that, though, because the property owner also has the responsibility of fixing everything. If they fix it. Yeah, yeah, believe me, I've, I've been there, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, if you, and, and that's where property rights, I mean, property rights, you, you're not allowed to force somebody to live in shit conditions. You're not supposed to be, you know. So that's where the government can step in. Don't leave, leave somebody living in shit conditions, especially when there's no other options. You know, if you're at the bottom, that bottom of the barrel, you know, there's got to be something to protect those people. Okay. So, so but if, if we go back to the original conversation about, let's say, minimum wage, I mean, I, I just, just by looking at the numbers about L.A. In, at $15 an hour, uh, where our, the person's income would be so dedicated, or so, so much more than 50% of a person's income, just a single person's income, will go towards uh, the rent. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that, so either, so two, one of two things has to happen. Either we stop rents from going higher and higher and higher and higher, or we, Supply increase, and demand. Or we increase people's wages. Supply and demand, though. I mean, there's going to be, there's, there's more people, there's still more people coming here. Los Angeles in 10 years. Hey, Google, what's the prospected population of Los Angeles in 2030? On the website dailynews.com, they say, Los Angeles County, the most populous in the nation with about 10.1 million people, was projected less than a decade ago to reach a population of 12 million by 2030. That's not 2 million people are going to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to be higher. So that in itself, supply and demand, means the prices are going to go higher. If not, there's not going to be anything there, Right. And, and we, I mean, let's face it, there's not more water for us to have here. We live in a desert. There's not water for another two million people. So I think the fact that the price gets so fucking high at some point in time, there might be a housing bubble, and it'll readjust. And, uh, you know, that's why you shouldn't get caught up and buy something at a really high price. Just fucking wait. Be patient live in a fucking place, and make wise decisions. You can't... And plus, like, when you're reading those numbers, right, you're, you're saying, we added that 15. Mm-hmm. You know, you changed one number. Did you change the other ones accordingly? Which other ones? Like, the prices of the housing. Like yeah, if they, if I brought it down. I made it more manageable. Yeah, yeah, they're right. So, no, no, but you're not changing the other numbers. Like, what? you're raising the... Fi- like, from 10 to 15. Yes. But you don't think, at that point in time, that... Housing will go up, or prices will go up on food, and and cut into that like the non-housing pers- like. Well, okay, you, say you said it, how much? It, how much? It, how much of the rent? It may or may how not. How much is rent? It how may, much is rent? It, it may or may not. But what has happened is that rent did go up, regardless of wages going. Okay, up. let's say they freeze it. Yeah. Okay, they freeze. freeze. So you said it, how much of the percentage is that? Uh, more than fifty percent of. Uh, so okay, let's say it's more than fifty percent. Yes. So all that means is when you raise that 50% or that $15 is the other 50% of stuff, their food, yeah. their clothing, medical costs. their medical costs, their goddamn uh, recreation yeah. is going to go up. So it's still going to raise things. Maybe. I mean, it's, it, no, there's Maybe. Maybe. What we're talking about is a hypothetical. What, what we know for a fact is that housing prices have increased. I don't think that's and, a hypothetical. And wages haven't. I think I think high, I think housing prices are too high. Yes, but it's 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 because, well, there's a few things. Oh, it's 
because there's too many fucking people trying to get into a small area. And the other thing is that, oh shit, I forgot it, is that uh, everybody going into the same area, mm-hmm. and damn, I had a really good point. Um, well, San Francisco, we can tell San Francisco. That, yeah. That's a perfect example of housing prices run amok. Where people that lived here, lived, lived in the neighborhoods that weren't doing anything other than just living their lives and going to work, have had to move out because there were all these tech people coming in. And wherever a buddy of mine told me that like more than if you're making six figures, like in the low one hundreds, you can get by. You can get by. Mm-hmm. Not 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 thrive, not succeed, not flourish. Getting by, one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> now that's that's nuts. That's that's nuts. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about in San Francisco, it does have a a, a minimum wage that's much higher. Yeah, than it's, the it's fifteen, isn't it? You want let's check it. San Francisco. I'm pretty sure it's fifteen. Ask Siri or. Hey Google, what's the minimum wage in San Francisco? The minimum wage in San Francisco was fifteen United States dollars yeah. per hour in July oh, 2018. That's nuts. Yeah. And and you know. You know, I, this, this is one of those things that there's no easy question, or I mean, no easy answer to the question. Well, it involves raising, raising minimum wage. But, that's the first step. Let, let, let's just face but but you do acknowledge that the bottom of the barrel will always be the bottom of the barrel. Yes, the bottom of the barrel will always be the bottom of the barrel. You know, so I mean, all good intentions aside, the bottom of the barrel is the bottom of the barrel, and no matter where the bottom of the barrel is, it's going to be the bottom of the barrel. Period. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. And all we can do is, you know, like, you know, I mean, I, I remember for a long time my mom had three jobs. You know, she would do two jobs and then she was a travel agent on the side. Three fucking jobs uh-huh. the majority of her life. You know, my grandpa always had two fucking jobs. He worked at two factories. When he got done with Alcoa, he would go work for General Foods, Philip mm-hmm. Morris. Mm-hmm. And he did both of them. And, you know, th- that is a hard work ethic, and I can tell you, people now, this a lot of people don't do that, and they they're not willing to to work hard to get to a certain place. And when when we manipulate things and manipulate the currency and stuff, it takes away from people who work that hard. Well, yeah. uh, I appreciate their work ethic, but um, there isn't a reason in this day and age in the richest country in the world for anybody to have to work than more than forty hours a week. And not be able to afford an average priced apartment. There's just no reason for it. Like say in Tokyo, we were talking about Tokyo. Apartments in Tokyo are even smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, some people. I mean, I remember my, my my friend in Tokyo. She said, you know, just a parking place in Tokyo was five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's why most people take trains. You know, there's I don't as far as I know, there's not rent control and stuff there. But people get around. And they, they, they do, and, and guess what? That's probably better for the environment that less people drive cars and stuff like that um, and things like that. So I think there'd be other consequences of, of higher prices on things that would happen that are unseen, that if we just let things work out, the market and prices stabilize, I think things would work out fine. If we so, manipulate it, so we're we only... Trust, we should trust the corporations to... to I didn't say cut trust corporations. Let, I let, the say, free, let the invisible hand of the free market handle I, I, I don't say... And have the, the, the welfare of the, of the individual in the in its best interest. That's not... I mean, you forget what I said earlier. I think that the government should step in and help somebody if they really need fucking help. 
if, especially if there's nothing else to help. The government should be the last resort of help because, like I said, the government doesn't do anything well. But having said that, I think that government manipulation fucks shit up. And like I said, I think in Tokyo, you know, people will ride the trains, probably better for the environment. You know, I, I can't say Japan's better for the environment. They want to kill a bunch of fucking whales, and Fukushima's still spilling out fucking radiation. Do you remember? Do you remember when well, when that's been maybe four or five years ago, um, McDonald's employees leaked a photo of McDonald's Corporation telling their employees that look, these are the ways that you can use your minimum wage paycheck, uh, no. a, a WIC check, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. a second job so that way you can be okay. Yeah, and like how the fuck is that happening? Yeah, that's and, and, and that's because we have a terrible minimum wage. Well, you know how I deal with that. I don't fucking eat McDonald's. And, and, and you. When was the last time you ate McDonald's? A long time, but but you should be outraged by that very fact because I, you're subsidizing your tax dollars, are subsidizing people because Walmart yeah. won't pay a fair, equitable wage. I, I think the fact that we do subsidize them and give people something because they get a shitty job, it makes us those corporations get away with that because otherwise somebody say no I gotta find a different fucking job you know if they find that job well this is what I could find but like if, if the minimum wage across the board is $12 an hour it doesn't matter where they go hey Google what's the minimum wage in Los Angeles County hey Google website paywizard.org they say starting July 1st 2019 increases the minimum wage to $14.25 per hour oh fuck do you want a little more context why, yes, please. After further city council action, starting July 1st, 2019, increases the minimum wage to $14.25 per hour. Starting July 1st, 2020, increases the minimum wage to $15 per hour. See, there it is. It didn't have to be national. No, it doesn't. I, I don't think I've argued that it should be national. Yeah, see, that's, 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 that would that, that, be my number one thing. If the people here want to do that, that's fine. I don't particularly like it. That puts me closer to the bottom of the barrel. But it is what it is. I mean, but but by libertarian logic, then that would be motivation for you to raise yourself higher. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly what I do. I'm trying, you know, I work for the city. I'm trying to get, they allow me so many hours a week. I'm going to put those in less days. Gives me more time to do what I want to do. I'm a musician, so it gives me more time to get gigs. So they, they, they push me, which is cool, you know, you know, uh, you said you got to deal with what you got to deal with, and then you work around it, and you find a way out of it. And I find more ways to make money. Speaking of which, hopefully somebody wants to fucking sponsor our podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> some of these, some of these <laughs> wonderful beers that we go to, they sponsor our podcast. See, wouldn't it be great if we got paid for this? There you go. There you You're go. right, brother. That's, if any any brewery owners, brewery yeah, other patrons uh, are interested or or favor some of the way we're talking about progressive or libertarian views. Yeah, or, you know, really, honestly, we think the same, I think. We have a different outcome of how to get it. Because we, we all want the same thing. We want people to have things. I don't want people not to have things. I don't want kids going hungry and shit like that. I just don't think the government's a good way to get it. I don't trust it. Yeah, but the option is trusting corporations. No, it isn't. It's trusting each other. But what about... Wait, That's kind of a bitch, because most people are on their fucking phone. But where do corporations come in? I mean, like I said, think of all the tax money Amazon's bringing in. Think of all the tax money. Oh, how about Walmart with their very, very low prices? I hate defending Walmart. It makes me ill. Mm-hmm. 
But, I mean, those low prices help out poor people who can't afford shit. But they also paid... They pay shit stuck in wages. Like I said, I would not I would not use Walmart as a career move. I would, you know, I'd rather drive for Lyft, but I can't drive. <laughs> you know, at least you get to make your own fucking hours. Yeah, you could try, you could try. Yeah. Well, maybe once one day when we get driverless cars, I'll buy a driverless car and it'll work for me. There you go. Wouldn't that be wonderful? You could own a fleet of drivers. Oh, fuck yeah! I'll be Admiral Sean! <laughs> the Libertarian Admiral. I'll have a fleet, motherfucker! All across the lake. The Liberty Fleet. Hit up I'll the, paint them red, white, and green. Yeah, hit up the rent-controlled areas. Yeah! <laughs> where, the, where all that money's being saved. <laughs> That's what he is. Uh, All right, so we agree. So 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 we agree. Fifteen dollars. The LA County got ahead of us, and they agreed on fifteen dollars an hour. It sounds like it yeah. this year. I mean, yeah. what's that? Like two months? Yeah. No, no. Twenty twenty. It's gonna go to fifteen. Oh. Hey Google, repeat all that. Nothing's playing right you now. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said that in twenty twenty, July first, twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Uh, wage the, yeah, but didn't they say it was going up to fourteen something? This July. This July. Okay. This July. Yeah, all right. That's, I mean, yeah, I said that's good. So there's no reason for it to have to be a national thing. Because, oh, like okay. I said, local local government is is something I can live with. As a libertarian, I can live with that because they're Los Angeles is kind of a bitch though because it's so big. It's really hard to 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 deal with all the politics. You know, to stay up on it. But if you live in a small town, local is the best. I mean, because you have everything to say in it. You know, you, it's easier to make a splash in a small pond than in a big pond. Yes. Right? Okay, so, so just just real quick, so uh, the current federal minimum wage is uh, $9.25. Mm-hmm. It's going to be $10 in 2020 and $11 in 2021. Now, if anybody, uh, let's, just, let's just do the math, man. Let's just, let's just do the math. Hey, Google, what's the minimum wage in Michigan? The minimum wage in Michigan was nine United States dollars and forty-five cents per hour in March 2019. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. Hey Google, what's the average price of a home in Michigan? My apologies, I don't understand. How the fuck do I have to say that? Hey Google, what is the price of the average home in Michigan? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help with that. Can you help me out with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just real quick. Eleven. If you make eleven dollars an hour, in one year you're making. Oh, what happened? That's at nine. Okay, so I was I was looking at the federal minimum wage. Mm-hmm. At nine dollars an hour, you'd be making eighteen thousand seven hundred twenty dollars a year, annual, and that's pre-tax. Mm-hmm. Fuck taxes. Taxes is theft, so we, we agree on that. On this no, point. I would do Well, if somebody making $18,000, would you say taxes is theft to them? Well, <laughs> they, they, still pay, they still pay sales tax. I'm just saying, would would, would an income tax on somebody making $18,000 be theft? Well, what about their I'm just asking. For, would it be theft on them? Yeah. Would they be, is the government stealing money from somebody who makes $18,000? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. So taxation is theft under at least some circumstances. Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. Okay. But, I mean, but you're still paying sales tax. So yeah, and like I said, I'm okay with that. Okay, under so most external so, things. 
let's put, let's pick a place in Michigan. So let's say Grand Rapids. It's, okay. It's not it's not Detroit. Not Flint. It's not Flint. In uh, Grand Rapids. Average rent according to Rent Cafe survey says a thousand eighty nine dollars. Rent. How much is the price of a house? Fuck. That's that's nuts. Yeah. How much does a house to buy a house? Hold, hold on, let me see. Dearborn would be interesting. It's 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 not your average Midwestern town. It's it's a primarily I think it's a, a majority Muslim. Dearborn, yeah. All right. According yeah. to Zillow, one hundred sixty-one thousand dollars. And that's the average price. That's the average price. Market according to Zillow, the market temperature is very hot. Jesus Christ. That killed my point right there, but because I mean, I have about Indiana then. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Michigan. Because last I heard, Michigan was hating life. Where the fuck that come from? They're doing well right now. Maybe all the everybody's getting but all the Trump fans. Maybe. Well, um, Michigan is, is red, or I'm sorry, blue typically. It's one of those ones that kind of goes in between. I mean, uh, it voted it voted Bush, I think, but it voted it did vote Obama twice. It had, yeah, and it had a, a Democratic governor uh-huh. uh, recently. Okay, so um, look, uh, what, what did you say, Flint? Yeah, Flint. What's the average house price in Flint? Oh, no, you said Indiana. You said Indiana. Yeah, look at Indiana. Fuck Flint. What, what, like three dollars. Let's use a city in Indiana. Try Lafayette, Indiana. That's where I'm from. Lafayette, Indiana. All right, according to Zillow. Hundred thirty nine thousand. That shit's gone up because I, like I said, it depends on what area it is. Market temperature pretty hot. Yeah, huh? I mean, I guess I mean hundred thousand. That's not that fucking much, comparatively speaking. I hear that something something small little place out here is going to be five hundred thousand. Well, what's the average here? Uh, home. Yeah. Home price. Yeah. Oh, Los Angeles. Uh, that's a good question. Look at nine zero zero three one. Let's see, average cost of housing, 90031. Survey. Says, well, uh, Zillow just gives me the price for LA. Okay. And that's 687000 Okay, right, so 680000 with $15 as opposed to 130000 with what? What's Hey, Google, what's the minimum wage in Indiana? Hey, Google, what's the minimum wage in Indiana? The minimum wage in Indiana was seven United States dollars and 25 cents per hour in January 2015. Oh, 15. God forbid they give us something up to date. All right, so let's just say seven dollars. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Eight dollars by now, two years later. With 130. That's way fucking closer. In Indiana? Yeah, but, you know. $16,000 a year. Yeah. One six, yeah, a year, yeah, and, and that was fi- 2015, though. So, four years ago, almost half a decade ago, is the it, oh, well, figure. we got the internet right here, yeah. So, yeah, see if you can see what it is now, and then keep in mind it's 130 for a house there, as opposed to 600,000 here with 15. Oh, it went up. What is it? 725. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, put a joke together. Well, I mean, but like I said, it's a, it's a hundred thousand for. I mean, hundred thousand for twenty, hundred thirty thousand for a house. Well, that's a lot easier to get with seven dollars an hour, right? Is it? Then fifteen, which is twice as much. That would be like a three hundred thousand dollar house here. That would be the thing, and that's here. It's twice as much, six hundred thousand. If, See what I'm saying? If okay, so let, let's calculate the mortgage. Oh man, we can we can get real. Yeah, yeah. Watch, it'll be twice as much. If the fifteen dollars here is going to get you half of what that seven dollars is going to get you there. All right, Lafayette, Indiana, Zillow. Let's see. This is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> With a lot of math. In it. Yeah. And I, I will say, math was my least favorite subject. Oh, I love math. Man. Oh, fuck me, man. All right, so let's pick... Uh, math uh, and sight. Those are my worst subjects. Okay, so one let let's say $130,000. Yeah, 130 just to make it easy. So let's double that. $260,000. Yeah. Right? So if you've doubled that minimum wage of 7 something to fifteen. Wait, hold hold on. That, that's, you know, what I wanted to do is uh, 14, try to figure out fourteen fifty. I wanna okay. Look, look, look. Monthly cost. Okay, so th- this gives you an option to look at how much your mortgage would be. Uh-huh. So for this place, at least one hundred thirty thousand dollars in Lafayette, Indiana, uh, zip code four seven nine zero five. Your house would be six would cost you six hundred six hundred and forty one dollars a month. Uh-huh. That's not bad, right? That's yeah, right. not bad at all, man. Uh, but your your yearly income at seven twenty five is fifteen thousand dollars. So fifteen thousand dollars divided by twelve. Let's say how much that, that that's per month, right? Uh-huh. That's uh, twelve hundred fifty six dollars, and your rent is six hundred and thirty, six hundred forty one. So it's basically half of your rent, half of your income goes to rent. Okay. And figure that same thing with fifteen dollars here and six hundred thousand. Oh yeah, it's much worse. Yes, yes, I'm saying. So we should raise the minimum wage. I look looks like the place without minimum wage has a better living standard. Without minimum wage? Yeah. No, they do have a minimum wage. Yeah, well well with the with the lesser minimum wage. The place with the lesser minimum wage has the better living standard. It it may. It very it very well may. Uh but what's I will say some of that's because it's Indiana. Yeah, so but to me what's clear is that the minimum wage should be higher here. To it, be able to meet... It's just going to drive more stuff up. Or, or unless we, we bring the prices of the houses down. I'd rather the wages go up than the prices go down. Then let's make that happen. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Let's make the minimum wage I, I, I say, I I say some, pro- some very progressive-minded people should buy property and show us how it's done. Well, uh, I mean, there, there's a there's a lot in the city. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the best way? Lead by example. Or affordable by, housing. Yeah. By, no, I, I I'm not talking about the government. Some progressive-minded George Soros kind of individuals should buy a shit ton of property, and move people into it at reasonable prices, mm-hmm. and show us lead by example. Show us how it's done and see how it works out. Yeah. And and, and and if if they can if they can pull it off, then you know what? Then maybe somebody might follow their lead. But don't list, don't experiment with the fucking government because the government's brutal. Like I said, progressive-minded people should do that. Then they should get together, rich motherfucking progressives, all these Hollywood people, with their with their you know, pa- their golden paths to fucking hell, should fucking get together, buy some property, and, and and show us what a real progressive world looks like, and 
and show what a real landlord would do. And you know what? It, it would probably fucking work. Because they would be like-minded people working together to make something happen. And it would not be government. Wouldn't that be nice? If we didn't have to have the government involved? No. Huh? No, I, I, I think... I mean, we need to have the government involved. Only in a certain extent. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Obviously, I conceded that. At some point, the government has to get involved for those who cannot help themselves. Not for those who will not help themselves. I mean, For those that cannot help the, I themselves. Mean, the point that I think should get involved is the point at which um, price homes get so unaffordable that people can't afford to live there anymore. I, if, if, if I was buying this house now, I couldn't do it. I got goddamn lucky I got in here in 2004. Yeah, so, I mean, you're proving my point, man. But I, but I was also in a capitalist society. I love the fact that this place went up. Yeah. So I, 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 don't, I don't want somebody telling me that this is worth less than it really is. Because the law of supply and demand says that... So, I mean, I get letters here every fucking week, people offering to buy it for yeah. way, way more... Than I paid for it. Right, but, but that's see, wonderful. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's pretty awesome. But I mean, when you look at the reality of the fact that if you were trying to buy a house here now, yeah, I couldn't do it. Right, because the minimum wage or just the poor wages are not making. I will say I, I've never made minimum wage. Okay, well, I, you know, good. but that, but you know, I'll say that's because what I do is skilled labor. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds stupid coming from a blind guy, but I I, I wouldn't work for me. And that's what irritates me. And you shouldn't. That, that's, what, that's what bothers me about minimum wage, is I don't want them dragging that bottom of the barrel close to where the fuck I am. But if you I worked hard, I quit jobs, you know, worked into different places. Now I might have to quit another job, so I have to get another job. When I've, when I've been at this job for 16 years. But, but, the, but what, the, what the, boomer, the boomers did, the baby boom generation... The boomers fucked everything up. But what, what they were able to do is be able to have minimum wage jobs, or even unskilled labor jobs, where one person could work in, in a household, the, the, the father... You know how they did that? But, that, they, were, that's, but that, they were able to do it. You know how they did it? How? Credit cards. The credit cards is how they did it. The boomers are the ones with this whole credit fucking bubble. Because they were the first generation that grew up with credit cards, and they charged everything. If you look at that, that's the thing. They were dumb. They were dumb, and they bought into this whole fucking credit thing, and they paid all this shit out, and that's where all this insane fucking debt comes from. So, so this generation doesn't have credit cards. I don't. No, there, there's a lot of dummies using them. I I, I own zero credit cards. But, I, but they were able to, even if if I did get a credit card, ones. I would only buy what I could pay off that month. Then that's the smart thing to do. But um, most people, were, most people have credit cards. Don't do that. But the but the boom generation. They live above. To. They live boomers. Have and I, I don't know. It's different because I mean, how how old were your parents when they immigrated here? In the thirties. So they didn't grow up here. So they didn't. They came in here with the common sense of somebody who came. Like why did why did they leave Peru? Was it because uh, of the political government? Climate. Political yeah. climate. Who was the president when they left? Do you know? Alan Garcia. Okay. Yeah. So it was an authoritarian thing, right? Uh, he started to go that way. Yeah. So they left. I mean, I had friends that were in Chile who left because of, uh, uh, what's his name? Pinochet. Pinochet. They left because of him, and they came up here. So when they, your family came here, mm-hmm. they came here with the God-given sense that they lived within their means. Oh, my God, but yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
The, the small G. Yeah. The small G, <laughs> yeah. G God-given sense, yeah. nature-given sense, yeah. to live within their means. People who grew up as baby boomers in this country did fucking not. They were indulgent, and then all of a sudden, MasterCard and Visa came out and said, here's this piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. Get what you want now, you know, and pay for it later. And they would just go apeshit. And people still go ape shit with it. And there's just millions and millions of dollars worth of debt where people don't live responsibly. They don't live within their means. They get things that they shouldn't be fucking getting. Like me, I never buy anything unless I have cash for it. If I don't have the money for it, I save up and I buy it. I find it to be the wise thing to do. Well, uh, be that as it may, um, I mean, people in, in grew up in the 50s and 60s and 70s, they were able to buy homes. Um, with only one person in their household uh, having to have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. That's unthinkable now. That's when they went off the gold standard. Don't oh, no. <laughs> The gold standard. I'm telling you. That's when, the, that's when the dollar stopped being the dollar. Gold standard. I think, yeah, 71 is when everything was finished. Yeah, 30 at 71. Okay. And did you notice you didn't say the 80s and the 90s? That was when, so you, at some point in time, you got to connect the dots. That's when it ended. That's when it ended. And that is the evidence. If it's not the evidence, it's at least pointing you towards what the problem so it's was. Not, it's, it's not the corporations, it's not the minimum wage, it's not going to... No, no. I mean, let's face it, some corporations are going to be bad, and you have, you have to fight that. But you guys are demonizing some of the wrong things. So Amazon... Does employ people, it does bring in a hell of a lot of tax revenue, and it's not enough for anybody. People want to say more, 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 and you know what happens is those they it, it fucks up the business and then they collapse. I mean, what do you think happened to? I mean, a lot of corporations. I mean, Sears was a co- corporation. Look at it now. You know, it was a massive corporation, and look at it now. Because of the gold standard? No, no, no. I'm just saying, just in general. Yeah. Corporations can fall apart too, so that, that that can happen. I mean, they're not, you know, and it's taxes probably did not help Sears. You know, they they, they you know that's just all there is. They, they they probably they made bad business decisions. They didn't get online as fast as other people. So are are you saying that the reason why Walmart and and, and maybe Target and McDonald's tells their employees to go on wake and get food stamps? That's because it's there. And and and. Barely offering a minimum wage. Because they know they can. And because and that's because of the gold standard. No, that's not the gold standard. That, but I'm talking about, like, your dollar's not worth anything compared to what it used to well, be. Uh, I, I'm just saying, isn't that ironic? All the stuff we you just said, what's wrong with the baby boomers? I'm talking about the credit and stuff. It all ended. The the good stuff ended when they ended the gold standard. I, I, I mean, that means... You should just read into it more. You know, you should read into it more. Well, I mean... The no, no, uh, I mean right now, no country currently backs its currency with gold. That's a fucking problem, too. But many have in the past. Uh, and it, historically, that's what it has been. It's only in the last hundred years or so that people have not done it. The, oh, well, the country effectively abandoned the gold center in 1933, but completely severed the link between the dollar and gold in 1971. Yeah. So it was pretty much done by 1971. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, and, and, you know, so what... So, 33 is when they started. 
started the decline. Yeah. Or, well, no, effectively abandoned the gold standard. Yeah. Yeah. Or essentially relegated it to a small corner. And, and we, the Depression was right in the middle of the fucking right depression. The depression. Yeah. yeah. And did it help the Depression? No. The only thing that really got us out of the Depression was, what? Selling arms. Yeah. Selling arms. War. Got us out of the Depression. Or, or, or the government doing a massive infrastructure spending program. And th- th- see, when you think about some of the stuff they built, like dams. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of dams. They're not terribly green things. Right, but they're absolutely necessary if you want to prevent floods in certain areas. <sighs> Should be built in areas that are prone to floods. I agree. Yeah. You yes. know that that's 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 your that's that's personal responsibility again. I agree. I agree. But then, but then I mean, sometimes at, at what point as the, the return, you would want to people could build their houses wherever. Oh right? yeah, but we also say you got to be responsible. Like if you choose to build your house on the edge of a cliff, you got to understand at some point in time that thing might fall off. I would not build my house on the edge of a cliff. I would not build my house in a floodplain. I would not build my house on the San Andreas. So I think that, okay, so if, I, if a corporation were to, let's say, build houses because the land was cheap on the edge of a cliff and they were selling through dubious means to people that were like, okay, the corporation is saying that this is okay for me to buy. Um, they have all these studies that they have paid for and it's okay for me to live here because this house is never going to fall off the edge of this cliff. Yeah, I think somebody has to be responsible. You have to be responsible for what you've done. If you do something and you and you lie about it, you need to own it. So yeah, people need to be held responsible. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. So, so government intervention. Yeah, no, that, that, like I said, if, if, if something like that happens, absolutely, because there's no other recourse. There's absolutely no other recourse. So yeah, dishonesty needs to be repaid. I agree entirely. Right? Yeah. All right. Can so, we get an amen? Amen. Amen, amen brother. We've gone all over the place on this one. Yes, this was, and hopefully hopefully it wasn't as Mueller-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think we only said Trump three times. Oh, man. <laughs> who, who hears a political conversation that went on too long that didn't say Trump more than four times? Man, and if you say Trump too many times... I heard something bad happens, like your hair turns You just can't look into a mirror and say it. <laughs> if you say it three times into a mirror, your hair will turn orange. Yeah. <laughs> Except for your eyelids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, All right, well, well, should we cut this one off? Yeah, then? that's a good point. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, All thank right. you for turning in to uh, a progressive and libertarian walk into a bar. Uh, I'm Sean O. That's Fernie S. Fernie S. in the house. Yep. So thank you very much, and we will see you. That's funny, second from my guy. See you when I see you.